it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Hey there, dating kind of sucks listeners. This is Adam Ethavitable. Just want to let you know that we are on a short summer break. Sarah just started a new job. She's trying to transition into her new role, and I am transitioning into my new place in Utah, where I will be for a few months at least. And so we've taken a little break, but we didn't want to leave you without content. So we are hearkening back to the year 2019, three and a half years ago, a pre-pandemic world where we were all carefree and happy, and uh, we have a classic episode from the DKS Vault before we even had a theme song, actually, so this is really kind of funny. I'm going to put the theme song in here after I speak, but we didn't have it here originally, Uh, and it's all about gaslighting. So you're going to enjoy it if you are worried about anybody in your life who's a gaslighter. You will find it very beneficial. Sarah found it extremely beneficial when she was dating Sergeant Slaughter at the time. And I was dating um, both Dirty Dancing and Tinkerbell were the two people that I uh, had in my life. Uh, both of whom left me for uh, other relationships shortly thereafter. So uh, listening back to this was uh, was lovely. Yay for me. At any rate, I hope you enjoy. We will be back with brand new content. And in the meantime, please, if you have any questions about dating, sex, relationships, call our hotline at 407-519-0181 and leave us a voicemail so we can use that in future episodes because that would be amazing and we're always looking to hear from you specifically. So hopefully you'll take the time to do that. Otherwise, enjoy this episode from The Vault and we'll be back with new content very soon. Single or poly or ace, or hanging out with swingers back at your place. Listen to us as we get no luck on Tinder and Bumble and plenty of yucks. Trying and trying and having no luck because we all know dating kind of sucks. Are two of a kind. He says stupid shit and she doesn't mind. They're not doing this show to make any bucks. Life as a chicken whose feathers they pluck. Why does it work? Well, here is the crux. They both know. Dating kinda sucks. Dating kinda sucks. even just down the road you've been dating for a couple months and he starts saying oh that girl's crazy that is a sign like that is just oh god it makes my skin crawl when i hear a guy say oh you know she my ex is crazy because of whatever i'm like wait 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 what did you do to her
Hey guys, and welcome to Dating Kinda Sucks. I'm Sarah, and I'm here with my co-host, Adam Evitable. This week, we are going to have an important discussion about something I think we need to be reminded about more when it comes to dating. And this isn't a reminder to let your guard down or have fun. This is actually about gaslighting, and it's a subject I think a lot of us can relate to, yet we really struggle to identify it when the situations are happening because all of our feelings are getting in the way. <laughs> and speaking of feelings, Adam, have you caught the feels when it comes to you and uh, Nose Drop Girl? You like that segue? Yeah. <laughs> We're not using that name for her. I can't do oh, that. Well, you, okay, um, no, no, but you said that the last episode. You're like, I don't have a better nickname for her, so we're going to go with Nose Job Girl. I don't yet, but we've only met one time, and we haven't, I don't know when we're going to meet again, anyways. And okay. I also have, you know, I've got, I've got too many balls in the air. Um, to, <laughs> there's no feels going on anywhere. Oh, you're just numb um, around. Yeah. <laughs> No, yeah, exactly, exactly. It's just it's a post holiday numbness. Um, I, I do I enjoy talking to her, and I'm looking forward to seeing her again. And uh, I'm also looking forward to seeing Tinkerbell again too when she's back in town in a couple weeks. So I feel like you're uh, a who the fuck record, knows? Though you've been like, oh, I haven't seen anyone. Oh, Tinkerbell comes back into town. Oh, you know, and then it just dives into mm-hmm. my shit show. <laughs> well, yeah, exactly. Um, I I want to say too, I'm glad you did the intro this this week since you actually planned it. That was a much better intro than, oh, thank than you. mine la- last week. I believe in you. Uh, next I still haven't listened to what you did last week. It, did you actually just put it in? Uncut? I kept it just how it was. <laughs> You're welcome. It was you were like, intro. "Fuck, this is bad," I and I was like, "Oh, yeah, I was like fuck it, just throw it in there. <laughs> show what a shit show." It really was when I'm not planning uh, anything. Um, it's all good. Yeah, we've got. I think we've got a good, <laughs> good episode today, though. But no, I have, I have really nothing. Uh, I think we'll, we'll start start with, start with you, and then uh, you know I've got a couple things to say that aren't really Ugh. about uh, da- dating, things. but you know we're about <laughs> random life things. Um, speaking of random life things, though, you and I both did some pretty cosmetic. Um, <gasps> You're cosmetic right. changes yeah. over the last last couple of days. Yeah. So uh, you, uh, I just cut my hair. You today. just cut off nine inches. Gone. Yeah. I got, Nine inches, yeah. The best I know. nine, and, and nine now inches you don't... ever. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> and now you don't look like the girl uh, in that porn that I found. Oh, that, thanks uh, for reminding me. That really looked like you. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Now I'm going to get a tattoo um, next, too, just like right over my chest. <laughs> something something <laughs> <Right>. slight. <laughs> <laughs> something very obvious that uh, so you know to see it. Well, it's funny. Uh, my, my ex uh, was over here the other day, two days ago, mm. and um, she – no, she she cleans the oh, house right, and right, return right. – like I, I do work for her and she cleans the house. And, yeah. Anyways, but she listens to the podcast and, um, and she's seen what you look like – what you look like and everything. And uh, this is the first time I think I've seen her since that episode and she asked about it or we were talking about it. And I was like, oh, let me show you the – so I pulled up the – the porn and uh, showed it to her. She's like, "Wow, like right?" That, I'm telling you. Are you sure it's not Sarah? <laughs> My yeah. boobs are not the same. If anyone cares, but I, I also right. don't think well, you showed she, that. She yet. asked that. I was like, "I don't think." So. <laughs> um, no, I didn't. I, I have to figure out. I, I might just have to do a screenshot and censor the screenshot because I don't, I don't have the video editing capabilities to censor a video of it. But I wish I did. Uh, and I, and I don't want to just get banned from Facebook again, just for sharing porn directly in our Facebook group. True. So, True. um, but anyway, so you, you cut your hair and it looks good. It's a, it's a good look. I look, you. I feel like um, I look older. You, you, you do. Yeah, you do. But, but before I would say you looked younger than how, how old are you? 26? I'll be 27 in two days. Right. Isn't that crazy? It's like oh, a pre-birthday. Crazy. Two days. Holy it's shit. like a pre-birthday little haircut. Just something, you know? Yeah. 
So yeah, I wouldn't say you ever look 25. You always look younger anyway. So now I would say you're looking a little bit older, probably in your, you know, I would say late 20s, early 30s. Wow, like um, what like, I but should in a good look way. like now. <laughs> yeah. Not in like a matronly way, but in a good way. Okay. Well, I appreciate so, uh, the compliment. So it looks good. Yeah. So you, you uh, cut your hair and I, uh, I decided to, to dye my beard. I uh, decided to go a little crazy. And uh, texted a friend of mine who does, she dyes her hair crazy colors all the time. And I asked her if she would come over sometime and do it. And she just happened to have a free time. So she came over on Tuesday and bleached it, bleached it all away. And uh, which was crazy, by the way. Like, I, my sinuses cleared out oh, just from having God. the bleach. Like, like, she's putting out of my mustache and she's like, this is going to just try to hold your breath as much as you can. But yeah, I was, it was crazy. And then, um, and then I looked, I, I washed it all off and I was like, oh, this is what I would look like as a blonde. And it was really creepy. And then she put in the <laughs> blue, the teal and purple. And it took five fucking hours, five fucking hours to dye this thing. And I'm pretty happy with it. Yeah. Like I, I went to the grocery store the other day and uh, there were literally women who shouted across the store. I love your beard. And like, that was ra- like really crazy, like random public employee women and women shopping there. Wow. You must feel real special. <laughs> I know. I mean, usually, usually, you know, people just shout lovely things at me, anyways. But you know, this is just even better. We're we're going so, through some shit, like beard dyeing and hair cutting, like extreme. Wow what what kind of what well, kind of know, mess are we going through in our personal lives right now? It's the pre it's the pre birthday <laughs> is what it is. You turn yeah. you're turning twenty six twenty seven you know, uh, two days twenty seven. I'm sorry. You don't know my age. Uh, oh my I did god. Twenty six. Yeah. yeah I, I never I never know your age. Twenty seven is what I meant. You're turning twenty seven in two days. Uh, I'm turning 42 in uh, nine days, so uh, maybe that's what it is. Yeah, maybe. It's just uh, it's an age thing. Hmm. Yeah, just time to time to change it up. Right before the birthday, uh, sex. my mother texts me. <laughs> All the right. birthday sex we're about to have too. Yeah. <laughs> right. Oh yeah. My mother texted me afterwards too, and was like, "Midlife crisis?" with a question mark. That was her response to the beard. Wow. She was not a fan. And then she said, "I look like a clown." <laughs> <laughs> Gotta love bombs. Yeah, I know. So, uh, so that was uh, just something interesting that we both managed to do that separately. But, uh, but let's talk about uh, talk about you. We had uh, last week. So much. You had yeah, you had two dates planned, and uh, on a Friday and a Sunday. And the Friday one, you were not really feeling it. You were busy at work and stressed, and uh, he had planned a lot. And told you that he had planned a lot, and so I think you were feeling a little overwhelmed with that. So we did a poll in our Facebook group, which, by the <laughs> way, did. if you're not in the Facebook group, you should join the group, uh, facebook.com slash groups slash DKS. Wait, podcast. what is it? DKS podcast. Podcast, yeah. yeah. You, Jesus, you my brain. Going. I just I just blanked <laughs> on it. Yeah, facebook.com slash groups slash DKS podcast. I, I was trying to put in another word there, and I don't know why. And, um, and the poll was uh, overwhelming, saying you should cancel, but then in the comments – People made some pretty good points about uh, about whether or not you should, you know, why not just give it a chance? And uh, you did. I did. And a couple of the comments, too, really had me thinking, like, so, some of the guys mentioned that, you know, if it was me in his situation, I would have just, I would prefer that the girl cancels. And then a lot of the women were like, look, like, how often do you have a guy who plans out an entire date for you? It's not... It's not a normal thing, but you don't have to look at it as being a bad thing either. And that kind of really sat with me. I was like, yeah, you know, maybe he just is a really nice guy and I'm just not, I just am not ever used to this. So I ended up going out with him and I, I texted you when I woke up like Friday morning around 7 a.m. And that's when I woke up and was like, if I'm going to cancel it, I'm going to do it right now, like 12 hours before the date. And then he did the poll. And then I was like, you know what? I'm still going to go out on the date. 
But just getting the responses was, it was really good feedback. And I don't know if people were really engaged with it because they like thought that they might have a say <laughs> if I go or not. But um, I ended up going and. Um, I do think they got to live vicariously. They got to be like, go on the date. We want to see how it goes. Does anyone you know, want to like... live vicariously through me? I don't, I don't know about that. I think that. so. I think they all just, they all wish that they could just be as pure and virginal and as, uh, you know, as you are, you know? Pure and virginal, for sure. But, um. So the the first part of the date was at a Tex-Mex restaurant, and it was actually a really good restaurant that I've been told to go to multiple times, and I had never been before. So we started there and had dinner. That was the plan, to go there first. And then he booked an axe-throwing like lane. At, it's kind of like bowling where you just kind of reserve a lane. So an axe-throwing lane for an hour. And then after that, it was we can go grab drinks at this bar, this bar, this bar. So I knew going in, that was kind of the trajectory of the date. So when I showed up at the restaurant, we had really good conversation. Very, very um, nice guy. And then he was like, well, let, you know, we, we were just talking so much that he was like, oh, like, let's not forget that we have axe throwing in the next 10 minutes. So we drove down the street and we went axe throwing. And let me tell you, I was very skeptical that the axe throwing was going to be awkward and scary. I don't know. Cause I went to a shooting range prior to going on a date with this guy. And I was really nervous about that where this was a lot of fun. It was BYOB. People were bringing outside food in. <laughs> well, and it, it was, it's BYOB. Yeah. I was like, this, is a, this okay. sounds like a bad idea. Like yeah. people drinking and throwing axes doesn't sound like a good mix, but it actually was pretty okay. Um, so there were so many people there that they actually ended up pairing us with another couple. And I'm actually happy they did that because it kind of relieved the tension of it just being the two of us. And it would have been weird too, because it would have been like, he throws an ax, then I come back, then I throw. And it was like less time for us to actually talk. So with four people on our lane, it was like, the the one the it was a husband and wife couple too and so like the husband threw then the wife did then i did then my date did and it was really it was really funny cuz halfway through the date the girl um, she was like, oh, so like, how long have you guys been together? And we're like, oh, this is a first date. And she was so shocked. She's like, babe, babe, come over here. They're on a first date. Imagine that. And they're like, oh, we've been married for so long. And they were around my age, but it was really funny. And I had a lot of fun. And I actually was better at throwing axes than I thought. I got into a pretty good groove. And then after that, is it like bullseyes to... like with dart or you're just trying to get in the middle and you get more points? Is that what it is? Or Yeah, th there okay. are different games you can play too with it. They had like two or three games you could play. So we played all the games and they the people at the axe throwing place felt bad that they paired us with this couple, that they just gave us more and more time. We got like an extra 45 minutes on the lane because the girl was like, oh, I feel bad that you didn't get the lane that you reserved, all just the two of you. So it ended up being great. And then... um. We went to grab drinks after at the, another bar on that side of town, mm -hmm. and it was it was very nice. The weather was not, but it was very nice. And all in all, it was it was a good date. Um, and I had mentioned to him too at dinner that I was actually really nervous meeting up with him because of just the anticipation of spending an entire night with him. And he made a good point. He was like, you know, <laughs> I was very intimidated when I found out you were a quote unquote dating expert. So I felt like I needed to go above and beyond to make the date really special, which was like, oh, that's, oh, I never thought of it that way. Cause I, and I told him that too. I was like, I would have thought that was creepy. <laughs> that's, that's a good point. Actually. It's like, it's like if you uh, owned a restaurant and you had a person who had like a culinary podcast was coming to your restaurant, maybe you would try to make sure you made something really special for them because you assume that they're 
like they've kind of tasted it all before. So it's like it's a, you know, it's like it's like having a, a food critic come over. Yeah, and I yeah. never thought of it like that at all. No, me, so either, me like, either. Yeah, well, n- now I should assume that from everybody right now. <laughs> Why am I not getting like a three-tier date? But um, I told him, too, he was like, you know, there's no pressure. If you don't want to continue on to the next part, you can always go back to your car, and we don't have to continue the next part, and we could drive home or do whatever. And I was like, oh, that's true, too. But also, like, I was having a lot of fun. It was a really fun date. Um, but there's not going to be a second date just because I don't feel like the connection was there. Mm -hmm. I feel like I just wasn't, I wasn't, I wasn't there. And part of it is because he was also in the military. He's also in the military and he went on like a really long, not, it wasn't a super long conversation, but he went on a little bit about just being in the military and a couple of other things. And of course I, everything military based that I know is from Sergeant Slaughter and I was like, this is kind of this is kind of weird, you know, because I'm like meeting this new guy and here I am thinking and referencing things that like Sergeant Slaughter has told me. And that's not really fair for him. So I was trying to block that out. But and as the date went on, then it got better and I didn't think about that anymore. But I just really didn't feel like the instant spark. And, you know, when you're on a first date, the conversation's flowing and you're having a great time and the, the night's continuing. And it's not like the like I wasn't having a good time because the night clearly was continuing. But when I got home, I was like. He was a really nice guy. Like, there's nothing I could, like, knock knock on him for, but I just don't feel like that thing. So, that you didn't, I felt so then you didn't, you didn't knock on him is what I'm guessing. I did not knock on him. No. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, yeah. Um, and I texted him and I told him that. And he was like, I get it. Totally understand. And just being cool friends. And, yeah. Well, it sounds like it was a good, and you know, overall a good, how- a good Friday night. And, you know, and that... Uh, I'm happy that, I went. Even though I started to feel guilty for people giving me shit about trying to force you to go on the date, which I wasn't literally trying to force you. Let me just be honest. I know, I, was, I, know. Yeah. I was trying to encourage you to go on it because I was like, why not? They're like, Adam, you should know better. Don't She doesn't want to go. Don't make her go. And I started to feel guilty about it, but, uh, but I'm glad <laughs> you still went. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I would have yes. felt bad if I canceled, though. You know, like he had right. taken he had taken a lot of effort to plan something. And like I said before, that's just something I'm not used to. I'm used to two hours before the date. Oh, where do you want to go? <laughs> you know right. what I mean? That's that's the, the most pre-planning that goes into so. a date. Yeah. And I think that's just. <laughs> but honestly, I feel like that's the mentality for a lot of people nowadays is like, eh, well, it doesn't really matter because it's probably not going to go anywhere. So I'm not going to plan this big thing. Right. And I understand that, but this was different, and it is what I, it is. I will say that, that generally speaking, that if you are not feeling it for a date, even if you scheduled something, go with your gut. You know, it's okay to cancel. Don't feel like you have to. You know, not not I mean, just in general. Like some like for you, it might be a little different. For you, like you know, uh, you as us doing this podcast and everything else. Like it's almost like it's like you know, what's the worst that can happen? You might as well go force yourself to go out and see you see what happens. It's almost uh, um like a bullet you're taking basically, <laughs> you know, but for, every, for everyone else, you know, like it's the kind of that thing, like if you're really not feeling it, you shouldn't go anyways. Yeah. But, but it's not, but that makes it seem like I went on the date for content purposes. And also like, I no, didn't do, I, like, right, right. I mean, I, I know that and you shouldn't go just purely for content. Although I know there's been a couple of dates. You're like, this is just going to be about content because you, <laughs> you were, you knew that. Well, that's when I was super burnt out. And was like, I don't, I don't <laughs> right, care right. about any of these dudes. So I'm, and I'm bored tonight. So, but I, I think it's important to assess why you're not feeling it. And that's part of it. If it's just, 
if if it's giving you a bad feeling, that's one thing. Go with your gut with it. If it's just something that you're not feeling particularly motivated, if you already committed to somebody, then it, it does make sense to you know if you've already committed to somebody to go because I know and I know there's probably a lot of people out there who know that disappointment of having plans and then a few hours before the plans start they get canceled and that right. is it is disappointing you know because even if the whole night doesn't doesn't go well that it can always be a you know at least an hour or two of fun. And that's so, what I did. And yeah. yeah, that was date one of 2019. Imagine that. Oh, that's true. <laughs> We're well, counting no, them now. It? No. Oh, you're fucking right. <laughs> yeah. You know, so you had one with, uh, with a guy from, uh, that from, mm. right? No. <laughs> it, Fuck. Am I already so confused that the year just started? No, that was totally my first date. Cause Hold I on. went on one right at the end of 2018. Yeah. So when you got back, uh, I'm trying to think. There wasn't a, there wasn't a date. No, I guess there wasn't this. One. Okay, no, yeah. All no. right, all right. Wow. Okay, we actually had to think about that. That's sad. yeah, I know. And then um, <laughs> then you had a second date. Uh, no, right, date with someone else on I Sunday. A, I did. I had a first date on Sunday, and because so, I kind of had that plan too of a Friday date and then the Sunday date. So right. Sunday date got switched around a little bit. Our plans kind of shifted, but. And this is kind of the kicker. I um I kind of promised him I wouldn't talk about him. Okay. Yeah, which is very hard to not talk about because now we're like, oh, how was the date on Sunday? Right. <laughs> and I'm like, radio silence over here, but not really. Um, what I can say is things are going really well, and we've hung out a couple times since the first date, and I'm very happy. Uh-huh. Is, is that is is that good enough for you? Uh-huh. Here, okay, here's here's here, sh- shut up with your uh-huh. uh-huh. Here's the thing though. I feel really and well maybe I don't know. I I just feel really bad about I still feel bad about the things that I said about Sergeant Slaughter on previous episodes that it really when I meet someone that I, I don't know, I just he mentioned it about me not talking about him and then I was like, "You know what? I actually really like you a lot." Not that that should be like a determining factor to not talk about someone, but I was like, "You know, I fucked it up. I feel like I fucked it up the last time, so I'm not going to talk about this guy now." Yeah, let, let's let's definitely step back there. You didn't fuck anything up. You didn't fuck anything up. You didn't say anything bad. You didn't say anything in any way that ruined anything with Sergeant Slaughter. Because let's still not forget that he went to Switzerland and fucked a girl. Oh, I haven't forgot. So uh, Sweden, re- but yes, or yes. Sweden, whatever. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> one of those. One of those places. Same shit. One of those haven't places. Haven't forgotten. Yeah. Um, yeah. He went to Sweden and fucked a girl. And still would have done that whether or not you had a podcast. No, you're right. Fuck yeah, you're right. Okay, that so didn't, that didn't change his perspective. Didn't change his perspective. So so let's 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 get that out of the way. But but also whatever everything you said within the the course of of us talking about you dating him, um, was almost all complimentary. And the only things that might have had any negative aspects were resolved pretty quickly. And actually, you were talking about it in a way I, if anyone fucked up, it was me and Landon by talking about it, you know. But then we even talked about it and, and said we should still, you know, give it a chance. Yeah. So it was just hard for you to move past that conversation. And I, I don't want to have to have a hurdle like that with this yeah. guy. He managed to convince you that you did all the things wrong, in my opinion, that, that you. <laughs> That you like you were wrong in what you were doing and you believed it and you're still believing. You're still feeling guilty about it, which is a huge, huge thing. And I, and I think that that's something definitely that needs to kind of process at some point. 
And that's, that's obviously you're kind of bringing that with you to the new guy that you're seeing. And I, I mean, I'm not going to lie. Like I told my friend about this new guy that I went out with on Sunday and she was like, Sarah, don't you dare talk about him on the podcast. And I was like, uh, and they're like, you know what happened last time. So like, even my friends are saying that where I just like, I just, I oh. really want to play it safe. And I know it sounds like insane. Cause that's kind of what I've been doing for a really long time now. But I just, I, I, at least this is take it as an experiment, if you will, of mm-hmm. me not talking, me not talking about him. If it goes completely awry or I don't know, mm-hmm. maybe not. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I know you're not happy uh, about that, but that is my, my answer. And it's a hundred percent your right and choice. I mean, it doesn't mean I can't talk about things. Yeah. I can't, I can't at least, uh, you know, give my opinions on things though. That's the nice Absolutely. thing about both of yeah. us being on the yeah. podcast and, and, and Go my general it. feeling on this, <laughs> let me just, let me just say this here. And, and I don't, you know, I'm, I'm giving, it's a hundred percent my opinion, but I feel like there's no reason for anyone to be insecure or worried about being talked about on the podcast unless they're a shitty person. Okay. Now, oh now wait, 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 let me, let me, Adam, let me continue this. Let me continue this. Uh, okay. I'm not saying that he's a shitty person, but I'm saying that's the initial mentality that I have when I think that someone is feeling insecure about wanting to the, the, being talked about. Now I'm sure there's people listening right now. I was like, they can come up with a million other reasons, but like I can't the, too. Because I have, yeah. I mean, my, my, okay, go on, go on. Yeah, but, but people are insecure because they're worried about being picked apart. They're worried about their actions being just discussed in general, or they're paranoid about something. Like, th- those are the only reasons. And, and it's just because the way that I live my life and just where I'll talk about absolutely anything. And that I, I mean, honestly, would expect anyone that I'm going to be with to be aware of that and be okay with that. But I also, you generally are that type of person too. So it's almost like a type of like weird censorship where it's like, well, you know, here's this big black hole where you can't talk about this stuff because of an unexplained reason. I also think, though, it's different for me to get on the this podcast and talk about my dating experiences than it is for you to talk about women. That you, right, that because generally it's men don't different. like outspoken, confident women and they're intimidated by that. Not, and once again, I'm not saying that that's what this guy is. I'm saying generally speaking, I think that's the bigger issue. I think the bigger Fair. issue, the reason that I, the reason that I don't come across much of this, I don't come across almost anyone who has a problem with me talking about them on the podcast, and you find it a lot, is because men have the, have like you. It means that you don't need them. Like you, you basically are are independent. You're confident. You can talk about these things, and you're so self assured. Especially in Nashville, I think is a lot of it because there's just a lot of maybe more a little slightly more conservative, more um, traditionalist. Um, you know, uh, let's say misogynists out there um, mm-hmm. who they're initially going to they're going to feel like you know you should probably just you know keep your opinions a little bit quieter than okay, you being but so outspoken. Do not, do not lump that into this individual. Oh, I'm not. Though. I'm not. I'm saying just generally. I'm speaking generally. I, I like. I don't know enough about the current <laughs> I, situation. I, I haven't even told you. Like, I, I'm literally not telling anybody about what's going on because I really just I want to just be a little more private with this and see how it goes. And I and. Part of it is fear. Like, even if he didn't say, hey, I would like, you know, like 
let's kind of not super talk about what's going on. I still respect that. And two, I'm also really afraid now because here's another guy that I really like and I'm really afraid that I'm going to say something and it's going to cause an argument just like it happened with Sergeant Slaughter. So I'm actually, I'm not mad at him for like saying it because I agree with him. Like I'm actually afraid now to, to speak out. Because of like, I, did you just I hear know what the crazy. fuck you just said? I, I know, I know. Did you now, really I, just I, fucking I hear that, I know, Sarah? I know, you I just know. said you're afraid to speak out because of what happened with a guy that you know things should have ended with him anyways. Because uh, of what happened with him, that that know, made you so afraid. Fucked. It's so fucked. I know. And and uh, but, and like, I you just know. Wanna- I'm, I'm, I think guys think that I'm just playing games. Like I come up here, I talk about this date, this date, all this wild shit that that went down, and then they they see it as like, oh well, I'm just this disposable like thing. She's just gonna go on a couple dates with me and then get back on Tinder. We're like, I want to be taken seriously, and not saying this podcast I can't be taken seriously, but I just want to try it out this time. Okay, but I'll say bullshit to that too because you talk about when you have feelings <laughs> for people too. You talk about when you actually it. really like people. So if you were just dispo- if they were just disposable, then uh, then you, you they would be, it'd be very obvious. You don't talk about them like they're conquests or something. You talk about them in in very serious terms, and you talk about how you feel about them. You actually share a really good thing. In fact, anyone who's this and this is going to apply to everyone. Anyone who's actually really interested in you and actually wants to be with you should want you to talk about them on the podcast because that's going to give them insight into how you feel about them. And into like your relationship with them, that would be immediate, just immensely valuable in every capacity of the relationship. So not wanting to do that is actually like trying to put on blinders and be like, I'm just going to hope that things are okay and I don't want to know too much. And that to me is a huge negative. So uh, I know. I mean, I've struggled with this. I'm like, oh, I'll just talk about it. But I, I don't know. I'm just. I've been going through some shit, guys. Clearly, I cut my hair, so I've been going through some shit. Jesus Christ! And like, just... and, and I don't think it's this guy. I think <laughs> I think fucking Sergeant Slaughter fucked you up, and I really do. I really absolutely, and I really do. I am and, so yeah, mm. I'm fucked. And I and I think yeah. and I and 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 I know I know that we already said we were gonna. I think this really ties into this, today's topic really well too. By the way, uh, just, yeah, it's just gonna happen. It now, is. It so is. Here we because, go. <laughs> because I'm 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 on a I'm gonna be on a rant about tear about this uh, tonight. I think um, about the the fact yeah, that that he is fucking words. literally made you afraid <laughs> to talk about things because he's convinced you that you fucked things up. And everyone He's around never said you. It like that. No, of course but, he okay. hasn't. That's not. I mean, that's <laughs> of course that's he, the whole point. That's, that's the whole, the whole point point of gaslighting. Exactly. <laughs> of course he's never done that. But <laughs> yeah, we're gonna get it. We're totally gonna do that. We're still way too early to get into the fucking topic. But oh, <laughs> is it though? Yeah, it is. We still have more to talk about before we can even get into this. But uh, okay, goddamn. Well, let's get into that. Let's let's keep fucking let's, moving. Let's on, let's move please. on. Let's move on please. from the non-dating <laughs> thing that you the black hole in your life that you can't talk about because oh please don't talk about me or whatever the fuck it is. And let's move on to another thing that I'm actually pretty oh passionate about God. right now. Have you seen the Gillette ad? I want to of talk. I want to talk about this for a minute. I was actually going to bring this up too. Cool. Okay. We're on the same page. I have never, never imagined in my life that a goddamn motherfucking <laughs> razor commercial is going to make so many pathetic pieces of shit men just start crying about. Oh my god! I'm never going to buy a Gillette again because 
it fucking tells you not to bully people and says you should support other people and stand up for others. Like, I I, I woke up and I saw... <laughs> I can't. I saw trending hashtag with Gillette ad and I'm like reading some of these fucking just... Oh, these little scared white tears Some boys. of them are women too. The, yes, some yes. There women. are some women and, and there are women and, and, and I, I, I'm going to refrain from talking about them and talk about men at least in this situation okay. since the ad is about men but just these they're all you know of course white they're all just these you know just ridiculous pathetic people uh bitching about it and talking about how it's the worst ad and it's just all these things and it's so hateful and it's it's uh you know it, it's man hating all this i was like damn i gotta see this ad and i watched the ad and i was i was like moved by the ad i was touched same, by same same yeah. here i was I like was, oh my god what that's so great like when it shows the rows of men you know boys will be boys men will be and and people who, if you were watching that ad and you were taking offense at what Gillette is saying, you're probably part of the fucking problem. Like that. Oh, Amen. God damn it. That. Yep. Uh-huh. I've never gotten so, so mad at watching these people get like outraged over this shit when it, it, they're missing the entire message. I mean, I, I don't know. My, Adam, Adam, yeah. here's the thing. Nothing should surprise you anymore. Oh, I know. Like I, I've gotten so numb to it. I was like, of course people hate it. Of course. I was like, this is just the society we live in now. Uh, there are two polarizing <laughs> opinions. One is right and one is wrong. So, well, and the fact that the fact that there's people out there who are trying to make this somehow political too. Like, and, and I'm like, oh god, I know. It's not a political statement. There's no politics in it whatsoever. Saying men shouldn't shouldn't be shitty. shitty I mean, yeah. maybe that uh, is politics. Maybe that really is now. It's like, don't be, don't be shitty. Hey, why do you say I can't be Republican? I guess that's really what it's saying. Like that's that's like that's how people who are taking it so personally. It's and it's not. The ad even says, "Not all men." Like in the ad, it yeah. says, "This doesn't it, apply to because everybody." Because it involves the Me Too movement in part of it, though. I think that's what really pissed some people off too. Because I think a lot, uh, a certain select group of men think the me too movement is bullshit oh, as well of course and and you know the the same men who were were fucking triggered by them saying the words me too movement are the, of course the exact same group of people who make fun of people for being triggered and outraged at everything and this piece Absolutely. pc culture and then as soon as there's an ad you know that that, that, that doesn't that says something they don't agree with they're like oh well you know I, I'm so outraged. I'm, I'm never going to buy Gillette again. <laughs> Did you see the one? There was some tweet where it's like, thanks, Gillette. Like, my balls couldn't be, like, better shaved. Or with thanks oh. to your razors, my balls are cleanly shaved. And I was like, okay, I could respect that tweet. Like, it was like making a joke out of it. Yeah. But, and, yeah. And, and the thing is... <laughs> And, and then there's then there's men. The, the even worse than than the the ones who are just angry fucking morons are the ones that um, try to couch it in. Well, you know, I I don't care about the. I just think uh, corporations shouldn't give any type of message. You know, like they're just a big faceless corporation just trying to market to their demographic and sell sell razors. And they try to sell a, you know shrug it off like they don't like the ad because of that. And it's like who the fuck cares? It's okay. Here's the thing. People love when ads make us laugh. What's the problem with having an ad that makes you like think about something we or like starts a conversation? Commercial with puppies. Yeah. Well, you right. know what I mean? Exactly. So people are okay with it when it's like aw, or it makes you, or it's funny. But if it makes you think, all of a sudden it's like, oh, I don't think uh, corporations should blah blah blah. Yeah, fuck you. 
Fuck well, each of you. Because it tests their ideas and their values, yeah. so that makes them feel uncomfortable. So then they just yell back at the corporation. There's here's the thing, and this this applies to dating too. No one wants to take accountability for shit nowadays. Oh, you're a shitty person. Oh, it, it's my parents' fault. That's the way they raised me. Oh, oh, it's my it's I, I've gone through some shit with a previous relationship. That's why I'm so closed closed off. I'm telling you, no one wants to take ac- accountability for anything in their lives, and they want to blame it on something else. Right. And, and that's what this is, too. Yeah. Oh, I don't want to be a better person. I'll just blame Gillette for this ad that made me realize maybe I shouldn't uh, be this way. But, you know, God damn it, I ain't going to change my fucking ways. <laughs> exactly. And they <laughs> don't all know have why that, that accent, accent just came in. But I don't... Well, <laughs> here's the thing. When I, when I was uh, like 12 years old, so I was like in seventh grade, I think, uh, I went to a small private Christian school. I snapped the bra of the actually the the, the the owner of the school's daughter um who I've, I've known since we were five years old and i you know i snapped her bra strap because that was just a thing that i felt like i should do you know i was just you know one of those things and her dad saw me he was like looking out the window saw me do it and like flew out of the window um and, and put me you know brought, brought me to the principal's <laughs> office because uh, he was the owner of the school and the principal and you know my dad was the one who took the call and my dad said, boys will be boys, Jim, Ugh. you know, yeah. And said, boys, Ugh, will be boys. you know, this shit happens. You know, he obviously didn't mean anything by it. It was just, that's what boys do. Boys will be boys. Ugh. And they resolved it at that. And my dad told me that. And I was proud of that. And the thing is, that, that aside, my father is one of the most respectful people in the world when it comes to women. Like he, he, you know, he loved my mother. He. He like he will he opens doors he respects like he he is extremely respectful of of women and and their every every single female every every female right everything. But in his mind, that was an okay thing to do because it wasn't because he didn't see a problem with it, and I didn't see a problem with it because I was just I mean I was twelve and I was like my dad just said boys will be boys so it's no big deal, and it took me a brush it off right and it took me a lot longer in my life to see why that was a problem. That I, I like, you know, that was, that was not appropriate that I did that to her. And she even shrugged it off. She didn't even really care that much. You know, it was, it was more, there was a little humiliation and well, of course when it happens and everything like that, but she didn't even care that much, but it probably stuck with her. I bet if I talk to her about it right now and, you know, 29 years later, she'll still remember it. I'm still friends with her and she's wow. probably still remember that it happened. And remembers that her dad probably shrugged it off and said, well, you know, this, this happens, you know, Amanda, boys will be boys. And, and, and that, so that's why this ad I think is important because even good men will still sometimes ignore things happening because they don't see the underlying problem with it. They don't see the, the, the systemized problem with it. And that's why it's important for an ad like this. So. I'm so happy you went on this rant. Like I was like, here's Adam's like every episode you got some kind of rant. This was a very productive one for once. Why do I feel like this so, is gonna be a ranty fucking episode? I've already I've already kind of got this feeling. Oh god, I know I have the feeling too. I'm kind of afraid. But <laughs> <laughs> more feelings of being afraid. I know. Let's uh <laughs> let's, let's let's move on. Let's move on uh let's past the on. past this part. Past fear. Uh, past this, yes. <laughs> and uh let's get into uh, our, the section that we actually invited people starting in November uh, last year, we <laughs> asked them to start submitting to. 
And then it was the holidays, and it just it got too much, and we didn't have a chance to do it. We're finally getting into it. That is Your Profile Kind of Sucks. And that is the segment that we've wanted to get to where we ask people to submit their dating profiles online. You can do it through the website at datingkindofsucks.com slash your profile. You can submit screenshots, and you can also just submit your uh, copy and paste your Tinder link, which uh, I show you how to do on that page. And we'll yeah. give you some tips, and we'll actually post it on the site on datingkindofsucks.com with our, our suggestions because of course a lot of it's gonna be photos which is hard for us to do for a audio only podcast but we can at <laughs> least uh, yeah but we'll be we'll be able to talk about it briefly go over it a little bit and then give some tips and then go into a little more detail on on uh, on the website so this is our first entry our first segment of your Ooh. profile kind of sucks i know and it might this so might exciting. suck we might never do this again so we're gonna yeah, see this, how we it might goes. never talk about this ever again <laughs> this so yeah you just have to check the website <laughs> and we, we never know yeah uh we'll, we'll have to see um so let's uh we're gonna go with uh with julie um well, hold on did she say we could say your name yeah no, okay good Ju- oh god <laughs> i was like beep <laughs> yeah, yeah just want to make sure I, I said her name before i checked the the form we're already screwing sure. this up yeah um the first thing I want to read actually is we asked people to say, you know, what are you looking for? Who are you looking for? And I want to read what Julie had to say uh, about what she's looking for. So we can kind of start with that. Does that sound good? Okay. Okay. Yep. Um, Something more descriptive than just, oh, she posted a couple photos. Right. And- <laughs> exactly. Because her, her screenshots were all photos and almost nothing that actually had anything to do with the, like a content profile. So that part was hard. It's going to be hard for us to talk about. But uh, she okay. wrote that she's looking for uh, someone fun, outgoing, family oriented, good communicator, wanting long term dating. Spontaneous is okay to a certain extent. I'm a mom, though, so schedules keep life and sports in order. Want someone who values honesty, has integrity, and has some Christian values or spiritual beliefs. Kids or no kids is okay. Divorced, widowed, single, okay. Attracted usually to taller, 5'8 or more, dark-haired, dark handsome. Sucker for a great smile, straight teeth, educated. Hey. I know, bonus if you know your love language. And uh, then oh, she God. said, yeah, I know. <laughs> and then she said, I have fun doing just about anything with good company. Tennis, canoeing, bowling, billiards, movies, wine, new restaurants, travel, live music, and sporting events, etc. My love languages are quality time and words of affirmation. And uh, so that, that's what she had to say about oh and she also mentioned too i just changed my bumble bumble profile i had stopped getting responses okay so she just changed which everything. Is probably why she did this which is why she probably submitted her profile because she's not getting as many responses as she once was and here we are two months later to come in and try to offer some we're so great at this wow we, yeah, we, we kind of suck we're the best yes <laughs> so uh i'll let, I'll let you kind of start with uh, whatever input you want to provide Okay, so she had, I believe it was six photos, and from those photos, they were all selfies. So just like with a hat, uh, from different angles, obviously from different nights, five of the selfies were from probably, I would say, the chest up, and then the other one was a standing mirror selfie, and from the standing mirror selfie, although it's a full body picture, still a selfie, um, and then the other, the other thing with the full body picture, because that's, that's always my thing is you can have a couple selfies, but make sure you have something so they know like what you look like the rest of your body, not just from like the top up. Right. Um, I, I don't think the outfit she was wearing in that photo was shaping her very well. She was kind of wearing a really long cardigan in the photo. And I think it just, it didn't, it, it wasn't a bad photo, but I think it could have been a more flattering photo to see. Cause it was still like. 
I, I it's like funny you say that. Say, I, like, the notes I wrote actually is full body photo is good to have a full body photo, but it wasn't a very flattering outfit is what I, I wrote the exact same thing. So and I hate to, I hate to say that, but like, it's hard to like, see what, like, I, I'm as happy it was there, but if you have a full body photo to just make it something else. So I think my recommendation is maybe only have two selfies in the profile and then the rest of the, the rest of the photos have it of her actually doing something that complements what she likes to do. Cause I I think the photos can really tell a story. I don't think a selfie, any kind of selfie, whether it's a standing near selfie or just a regular selfie of you looking like a dime piece is going to tell a story. It's going to say, oh, like this person's attractive, but like, who are they? And I think you could tell that through photos. I agree. So Your photos should, should try to tell a story. If you went on vacation and you had a picture taken, ask, ask a friend to take a picture of you. And when you, next time Absolutely. you're out, out with them, um, you know, whatever, you know, doing something. Um, I, I agree with that. So too many selfies is never, never good. Um, a couple is okay. No filters. She had no filters, which were good. You know, you don't want any filters. Yeah, um, that was, that's true. That being said though, the very first photo as well was one where like there was no filters, but there was also not flattering lighting and it, it wasn't like you're making a first impression. So do your hair. You know, whatever. Like, just at least. This sounds uh, shitty now that we're saying it out no, loud. No, no, like, but, but I feel it's, like it's a constructive. It's constructive. It's no, constructive. It's you do, and I'm just saying. Just and and I don't want to talk too much about the pictures because anyone listening can't see them anyway. So, but but you True. should consider this for your own profile. Is that if you have a picture, the first picture someone sees is almost like going on a first date with someone. Like you, not that you have to wear makeup because I don't think you should. But if you normally wear makeup when you go out, then maybe think about putting a little makeup on. Do your hair. Uh, take a good photo. Like uh, it should be a, a good quality photo with good lighting that just right. showcases your your strengths and 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 highlights you know kind of you know your smile, your eyes, whatever it is. That that's very important. Yeah, and I think too. I don't think she had a lot of words in her. Like it was really just a photo profile. There was really nothing to go off of. And if that's the case, and you just have photos, you need something that's going to tell that story. And then secondly, I think you could be more playful with the words that you put in your profile so don't forget about that don't be like oh i don't know what to say come up with a couple witty lines if you like someone fun and outgoing and funny maybe you should have something that's fun and outgoing and funny in your profile in like that bio as well exactly and 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 get rid of the things that are redundant or that are obvious i mean everyone wants someone who's honest and has integrity like I don't, mean, any, no. <laughs> I, yeah, I, saying, I don't know anybody who's like, ah, oh, you know, I really want a, want a shitty want liar. A shit. you know? Yeah. I mean, nobody wants that. So everybody wants that. So you don't need to say that. Like that's like, that's something you're not, because anyone who isn't honest, isn't going to tell you the truth anyways. So like, it's not worth that in, in a profile. It's just, if you're going to put that in, you know, you're better off focusing on the few things that are, that are important to you. Um, you know, like a, if I was writing a profile for you, like an actual profile, I know Bumble's kind of changed it, but there's still spots where you can write, you can write something, you know, or if you're going to write a yeah. Tinder profile or OkCupid or whatever, I would probably write something that says like, um, good smile and conversation skills to back it up. I like creative dates with someone who understands the single parent life. Be comfortable talking about love, life, and more. Something uh, like that. And it's, it's like three you're a lines. Or something. Yeah, imagine that. It's three <laughs> lines. And it covers almost everything that you're looking for. And the rest is stuff that you have to kind of suss out when you're talking to them and when you meet them. You know, are they, you know, I, I, she said Christian values or spiritual beliefs. I don't know if she meant actual, like, actual, like, she wants someone who goes to church or someone who just has 
like good morals. And so that's something, you know, you can kind of, you know, see and you can watch and, you know, figure that out on your own. But, but I think that, you know, the couple things that are most important to you are the things to focus on. So, and we're, we're going to go into more detail with that too. And I'll write that out as well for, uh, for the post, but, uh, you know, I, I agree with what you said about the pictures as well. And, uh, I think that, you know, that, that's kind of our, our input into it. Right. Anything else you want to say? Um, I feel like, well, we did an episode on profile do's and don'ts or something like that. It's been so many episodes, but, um, yeah. I, I, instead of saying I like to travel or I like tacos or whatever, switch it up to like, I've been X, Y, I've been to this place, this place, this place, because you have to think once you match with someone, you have to have a conversation about something, you know? Right. So make it an interesting conversation about something you've already experienced. So like, I'm really a fan of avocados in my tacos go at least that's something it's better than like i like tacos i don't know that's why that sounds dirty bland. for some reason that sounds dirty to me i mean <laughs> i'm a fan no. of avocados in my tacos I don't know why. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay now it doesn't sound sexy just, after you did that <laughs> jesus christ Beavis. that's why i'm here that's why I'm, i really did sound like Beavis. that's why i'm here though to just make it more virginal and uh, less sexy yes that's why I'm here. as i flip my hair that's what i'm doing anyways right. yes i think that's all i have to say about that but okay. i think we there's there can be a lot of improvements to be made and really easy changes yes Yes. I think most dating profiles could really, you know, benefit from very simple changes. Um, and so, well, we're, we're going to, you know, we're going to put this up in a post with some, you know, pictures and, you know, the pictures that she posted. And you can also contact us if you see her and you're like, that's the girl for me. Um, <laughs> we'll hook you up too. I mean, why not? We'll, we'll connect you if, uh, if you think that might be the case. But if you, uh, if you want to submit your profile as well, you can, and we're actually going to start doing this on a, uh, if not weekly, at least, uh, you know, regular basis. And it is at, uh, dating kind of sucks.com slash your profile is where you go to submit it. And you, like I said, you can submit, uh, your Tinder URL. You can do screenshots. Uh, the more information you give us, obviously the better information we can provide later and the better, uh, constructive criticism we can provide. And you can set, help select us help it. you. Exactly. And you can select it so that we won't, you know, say your name or if we need to, you know, blur out your face or whatever, we can do that as well. Even though, you know, my feeling on that, everybody should just be public about everything. So don't. Uh -huh. Yeah. Well, most people aren't you. So thank God for that. I think the world would be a better place if everybody <laughs> was like not, me. Uh, oh, everyone would, would a, have a, a rainbow beard and <laughs> rainbow would beard. post naked photos all the time. Yes. Exactly. That would be the world we doesn't live that in. sound amazing? Like, I mean, how does nah, that, that just sounds like fucking living I'm in Care Bear land. Care Bears are naked all the time. <laughs> Care Bear land. Yeah. Okay. I'm we're, bacon we're bear. We're done here. Um, <laughs> I fucking can't. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so yes, once again, you can uh, submit your profile for us to review at datingkindofsucks.com slash your profile. Speaking of datingkindofsucks.com, visit there for all what? of our episodes, all of our yeah, archived no episodes. Way. Yeah, imagine that. <laughs> uh, if you're listening to us on iTunes, please leave us a review as well. Rate us and review us. We always want uh, reviews. It uh, goes for Stitcher as well, or any 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 podcast app that allows reviews or ratings. We'd, we'd love for you to leave us a rating review. I'd also love for you to recommend us to one of your friends. If you are listening to this and you're on Facebook right Tell now, why not, yeah, why not suggest it? Because I bet if you're enjoying this, there's probably some of your friends who are also going through relationship issues or dating or sex issues or something like that will enjoy what we have to say. And um, finally, I My want you to join. 
Oh, yeah, yeah. my coworker though, she was sick of her friend complaining about her dating life. She goes, just listen to this podcast <laughs> and just pass it off to us. So welcome, coworker. That's great. Friend. Oh, well, yes. Uh, thank you for thank you for listening. And um, and of course, if you are on Facebook, you can join us in our private group where we talk about all types of things. People post uh, memes, some funny, some fucking terrible. People post. Uh, I mean, some of them are good. Some of them. You know, um, people ask it. questions, people talk about their own dating experiences or relationship issues, and you can find that group at facebook.com slash groups slash DKS podcast. And that's, uh, that's there for anybody, uh, who's not going to be shitty. So if you didn't like the Gillette ad, don't join the group because I'm not going to like you. Let me, let me put it that way. <laughs> and Adam <laughs> like, has a say on if you get in the group or not. So I, I, do, I do. Deleted. So if, I do. Uh, yeah. I do. And some days, my, some days my ban finger is just heavy. I'm just like, I want to block somebody. Who can I block from the group? You know, like some, there are some days. We're almost so. at 500 in the group though. So that's kind of a milestone I want to. It is. So stop blocking people, Adam. We're losing people. (laughs) You know, but if we lose shitty people, I'm okay with that. So we probably would. We probably would have had 500 by now if I hadn't gotten rid of the people I've gotten rid of. Mm -hmm. But uh, but do we want that? No. You know, we want we want organized chaos, not just like chaotic chaos. Fair. Yes. So let's let's get into our topic. Let's uh, topic. Let's topic. So the topic is, of course, gaslighting. Now, if you don't know what gaslighting is, gaslighting is the manipulation of someone. It's type of emotional abuse where basically you manipulate someone psychologically into questioning their own sanity. That literally is is what gaslighting is. (laughs) You make them think that they're crazy um, when they're not. And um, do you know what the origin of the phrase is? No, but I'm sure you do. You're going to educate me today, Adam, since you know so much already. So go ahead. Please go. Yes, absolutely. Educate Um, us all. It is the actually is. yes. It's actually a film from 1944 called Gaslight, and really? it's about a it's about a woman, yeah, whose husband uh, slowly manipulates her into believing that she's going insane. Like it's got Ingrid Bergman in it, yeah. It's so the movie is is essentially uh, it, it's about the word is based off of that. The word came from the movie, so he, you know, I'm sure it's something like because of, of when it took place. It's uh, it's an it's a remake of a, an older movie, even. Um, yeah, I think it probably takes place by Gaslight, which is why they, they came up with the, for the name. But uh, yeah, that's where Gaslighting came from. Um, he mm-hmm. basically um, like isolates her, manipulates her, convinces her she's going crazy just for his own benefit, for his own control and benefit. So, uh, See, and here's, where... the, here's the thing about Gaslighting, though. I think we're all familiar with abusive relationships and from like a Lifetime movie. Maybe we've never experienced anything like that. I would hope not. But from a lifetime movie perspective of you see the movie and the guy's super nice. And then like he hits her or something happens. And then the next day he's giving her flowers. I I mean, I've seen that lifetime movie. I was was going to say, I don't think I've ever seen a lifetime movie, but okay. Oh, well, if you have, then there there's, there's always something out there, but with, hold on. You don't know who fucking Gary Oldman is, but you've seen a lifetime movies. I just shut the fuck up. My God, Sarah. Okay. Anyways, continue. Anyways, Anyways, so I, I feel like sometimes abusive relationships in that respect, physical abuse are addressed, but the psychological abuse isn't because we yes. pass it off as, oh, it's our own feelings. So those aren't as valid. Right. If, it's, if, if he's not actually hitting me or like yelling at me, then it's not actually abuse, which is not the case. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. Emotional and psychological abuse is, in, in I think, in many ways 
more damaging than physical abuse uh, because physical abuse heals uh, like on the surface, but the, the, the emotional abuse can really be there forever. And there's there's a lot of signs of gaslighting. There's a lot of different ways. You know, it's not it's not every time someone lies or not. Oh, they're gaslighting me. It's becoming a phrase. It's being overused, and I think that's that's a, a problem. It has to. It is a specific type of manipulation and a specific type of lying in a sense that that's chronic. It happens a lot. It's not something that just you know someone lies once. Someone does something once, and though they're gaslighting you, it's it's something where they continuously are trying to convince you that you're what everything you think is wrong. Absolutely. I think it's like a it's a confusion where you start questioning yourself of like, fuck, did I really do that? Or like, wait, but hang on. I thought this happened or and you're second. It's a constant game of second guessing. Well, wait, maybe I misinterpreted that. And you're looking back at your actions going, oh, but maybe I'm the problem. We're really like, like, for example, for example, let's say (laughs) here we go. (laughs) You talked about an experience. That you had on a podcast and then someone said Adam, come on. <laughs> someone said, This is your fault. <laughs> they didn't actually even say that. Someone just got so no. mad at you and twisted your words around until you're doubting yourself so much that you still think you fucked everything up. How about that? How about that right there? Would, would that would that count, maybe? But I mean, then, but then the fuck the yes, yes. Because okay. I still like you said earlier, I am still fucked up, but I still think because it's like a psychological thing that it's still my fault and that he didn't intend to mean it that way, that I'm still the problem. Absolutely. Right. That is the definition of gaslighting. I know. <laughs> and it is insane. <laughs> it is How insane fucked up it made you within three weeks. I know. And what's crazy is like my coworker watched all of this unfold and she's like, you're not this person. What the fuck is wrong with you? Since when are you like this? And I'm like, dude, I don't know. Like I'm so like, engulfed with other feelings that I'm I'm not standing true to like what values I normally am right I don't know but I I just it was this like weekend thing of like oh well I don't want to not I don't know that was still still, like you're I'll say it's still fucking you up it really is and it's and it's 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 it has been it is bizarre to watch it is bizarre to, to witness from like from the perspective of someone who talks to you on a almost daily basis and and hears everything to hear how much that is tweaked you. And, and here's the other thing. And, and not all people who gaslight are doing it like purposely. They're not like knowingly, consciously. Knowingly, right. Yeah. It's not like always a conscious thing. It's just they're used to getting their way. And maybe they've always learned that if they do things a certain way or they say something or they, they know how to use somebody. In, in, and I know this because I like manipulation used to be my thing. Like emotional manipulation was so easy. It's just general manipulating of people is something that I'm, I'm very good at. I'm very, very okay. intuitive. I, I'm just saying it's something I've always known how to do that. And it's it, when when you know how to do it, it's like a thing that you do almost subconsciously sometimes. You have to consciously stop yourself from it because it's 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 a weird it's a weird thing. And I I don't think that he that like anybody I don't think that everybody is necessarily who gaslights is is doing it because they're a bad person. But I think. They probably need to at some point look at themselves, mm. and I don't know if they well, will. On that note, <laughs> um, no, I, I mean I I agree with you. And then the other part of it, like, say you're not feeling like yourself, or you're questioning, like, oh, like I, I don't know everything that's going on. I feel like not just like I'm part of the problem, but maybe like 
I'm partially like, is it possible that I can possibly gaslight myself? <laughs> like, can I be making this a bigger issue than what it really is? Right. On because... top of like, maybe he said one little thing and then I'm being overly, I don't like, I don't know. I've never experienced anything like this. So I feel, right. I really do feel insane. Yeah. And, and so, I mean, this is, that's why this <laughs> yeah, is a perfect episode. You are. That's why I, I would have wanted, you're not, that's the thing. You're not insane. And, and you should be aware of that. You didn't do anything wrong. You had, you haven't, and you shouldn't feel this way. Like the, the fact that you're feeling this way is crazy because you shouldn't feel this way. Um, there, here's some signs. If you don't know, if you're in a relationship and you're not sure whether or not maybe you might be gaslighted or maybe you were in the past and it's not just relationships. This can happen in work environments. You can friendships. have this, uh, yeah, friendships, um, family environments. Like you can be in a, in a kind of a toxic, uh, family situation with a parent. Or a, or a sibling, um, and or a grandparent, or even in a work environment too, like with your with a boss or a, a supervisor, or even a coworker, and at some point, it, it, it whatever it might be, it might be gaslighting. And, and there's a few things. Number one, does everything just kind of feel off? Like if you just feel off kilter, you don't feel like things are, are just like you just can't figure it out. Like there's something wrong in your gut. Like your intuition's telling you something, but you don't know what it is. That's one sign that's like kind of this initial but all thing all of these don't have to be a thing though no these are just you some ways just to maybe couple. look at yeah okay. number okay. two are do you second guess yourself and have you start are you second guessing yourself all the time are you always trying mm-hmm. to reconsider Fuck. yeah <laughs> i know I, I, i'm waiting to see some of these check off a list for you um number three this one's do you ever feel either threatened or on edge um and you don't know why like you're just uh, especially when it relates to a certain person or situation where things just all of a sudden start making you anxious or you start getting a little bit uh, overthink things all of a sudden and you don't know where it came from. Um, let's see. What's another one? Do you feel the need to apologize for things for no reason? Do you feel the need to try to just over-apologize? Which – Check two. Yeah. <laughs> I suspect too that, that uh, women in general, that's a big thing. You know, the, A lot of women apologize for things when they, they shouldn't because – uh, maybe we can say society as a whole has just been gaslighting women, uh, generally speaking. But but is it is it more than just like that's your personality? Like is it something where you have found yourself more and more apologizing for things you shouldn't apologize for? Um, mm. Have you? Do you ever? What about what? Oh, I was gonna say like what about denying things that they like was ever said in the first place? Well, no, no. But I, I'm saying you about what you're true. feeling. Like I'm not. No, yeah, we're gonna get into the actions they do. But oh, I'm saying okay, these are these okay. are things that maybe you, you might continue. yeah you might look at yourself. Uh, <laughs> excuse me. Uh, yeah, let's see what was the other thing I was gonna say. Um, oh, do you not feel good enough sometimes? Like you don't feel like you're necessarily good enough for doing or the or or. Uh, see, but this is where level. I feel like I'm gaslighting myself. I feel like I'm gaslighting myself. This person never made me feel that way, but that's how I made my. Like, We're not talking about this person feeling. No, no, no. We're not talking about this person making you feel this way. <laughs> Do you feel this way? Do you not feel good enough? Do you feel like maybe that you're? But that can't is that's not always a result of no. Another it's per- not. Like, but as we this- check off more and more, then it becomes a thing. Okay. It's okay. like you don't have you know you might not have a cold if you if you cough but if you cough <laughs> and you have a sore throat and a fever then you might have a cold like that's what this is it's um well, this is stupid <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah we'll see how I stupid really fucking this hate is, this right now uh, so you never quite feel good enough and maybe like maybe you don't feel like you're living up to the expectations of people um or you feel like maybe there's something fundamentally wrong with you like that you're losing it um or 
you feel like you're constantly overreacting or you're being too sensitive? Do you ever feel like you're being too sensitive about something? Are you afraid about speaking out or expressing how you feel about something because it might cause a fight or get some get someone angry? Let's see what a couple others are. Uh, you feel isolated or hopeless or misunderstood, which I don't think really applies to you as much. Um, but that can apply to a lot of people. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. Um, do you find it hard to trust your own judgment? That you start to question your own judgment on things, mm, and maybe do you find it hard to make decisions because you second keep second guessing yourself, which I already mentioned in the beginning. Do you feel like you're not yourself? Like the, you, who you are right now is not who you usually are. Yeah. Mm. I'm just not going to say anything the rest of this episode. I'm okay. I could talk. I could talk for another hour. About You're going to gaslight me. You're going to no, gaslight me. No. <laughs> Here I am getting gaslit on this. No, episode, I think uh, I think uh, this is one of those situations where maybe a little light is shining for you. Hopefully, this so that light of mine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna let it shine. So. That those are just some some indicators. So if you are listening to this and you are saying, "Oh yeah, yeah, yeah," and you, you there's there's three or four of them that are kind of making sense in in a, in a current situation or or you know like I said, work, home, somewhere else, or a previous situation. Then uh, yes, there's probably some gaslighting taking effect. And <sighs> gaslighters, like I said, they're not <laughs> always consciously doing this badly. Some, but a lot of them are. And th some of the worst things that they do, and, and this is the, the ones that are the, the worst offenders, and this is what makes gaslighting such a dangerous thing, is that sometimes they're just minor things, and they usually start off really small and then go up from there. Like they start off, they, they ease into it. It's like they, they just start off with little things, and then they, they switch it up with positive reinforcement. So then you get very confused because like, well, everything else sounds good, but then what's this? <laughs> what is this yellow flag when everything else is green over here? Does that make it right? Nothing, nothing's really. I, I do, I do think that's a good point though. Nothing's really like a red flag. It's just like slight trails off, like a little bit, and then it gets yes. back on path. Just very slight, and then you feel back to normal kind of thing. But then, yeah, you're right. Over time, you trail off five, six, seven times over the period of whatever amount of weeks, months, whatever. And then that all adds up to, well, holy shit, at the end, I don't feel like myself anymore. Maybe I'm questioning this more. It's not an instant thing. It's a long game, if you will. Long game. And sometimes it only takes a couple of weeks and it can, it can really get to you. It really depends. Um, hmm, sometimes you let yourself be vulnerable. And when you let yourself be vulnerable, you can open up to... Uh, this, type and this of is abuse. why people aren't vulnerable because they yeah. don't want to get gaslit. So a lot of people have no feelings and they're numb to a lot of shit and have <sighs> a lot of black holes in their lives because when they do <laughs> open up crazy gaslighting shit happens and then you're like, oh, well, I guess I'll just die alone instead because I'd rather <laughs> not deal with being gaslit because God forbid I feel something and it ends up being a bunch of bullshit. Did hey, I get that on. right? Did I get I that want right? You to, I, want you to, I want you to say something for me. I want you to actually say oh, this. God. I want you to say uh, I want you to say. Oh no, I'm not I gonna say it. <laughs> no, I want you to say I didn't fuck anything up with him. You know I'm not gonna say that. I want you to say that. Just say I it. Did, I Just didn't see how fuck it sounds. anything up with him. <laughs> sounds right, doesn't it? I didn't fuck anything up with him. Right. Can I just add in like he's a fucking piece of shit? <laughs> that's I mean, not fair. <laughs> but that's not fair. But but that kind of felt good saying, didn't it? Yeah, like, it your voice changed did. a little bit when you. Yeah, 
I mean, sometimes vocalizing these things can help quite a bit. Saying you saying I didn't fuck up with fuck up anything with him. I mean, that's a big thing to say, like that because you've been telling yourself and you've gotten in your head because it's it's just come from because you've been gaslit into believing that you fucked things up. You didn't fuck anything up. I didn't fuck anything I, up. There we go, Adam. Good. I'm glad. I am. I, I, I'm really. I'm really makes me happy hearing you say that. It does, and and I I think it's a relief for you to say that. I think that's a good thing. Maybe it'll right? help me be more transparent with the guy from Sunday and bringing this conversation up and being like, "Hey, I'm going to talk about this now, and here's why." Because you're right. Like I just was like, "Oh yeah, maybe I won't talk about." It. You're right. You're right. So maybe I bring it up with this guy that it's going to be a thing that I talk about him, and if he's not okay with that, he can leave. And the risk I run every single time is losing a person, which sucks, but that's kind of my reality, isn't it? It's and it's the reality regardless of the podcast. That's that's Fair. that's the thing is you, you know it, it's the it's a risk every time. What I would say is that if if he's he is feeling particularly insecure about it, you can say, "Listen, I'm going to tell you what we're going to talk about before the, before we record." Yeah. Here here's what I'm going to say. And just, just, you just, and maybe him hearing that will help him with it. But, but once again, it's up to you. Like, I don't want everyone to force you to talk about somebody, but I don't want them to somehow convince you that you're doing something wrong by talking about them either. That that's, that's the, right. you know, the important issue here. Yeah. I'm a strong, independent woman who normally doesn't give a fuck about these kind of things. But lately, the past month, I, fuck have yeah, been you off, are. I have been off my fucking game. Clearly, I cut my hair off. So I and I'm telling you, like, I've, <laughs> I've, I'm not myself. I haven't been myself for the past month now. It's affecting everything. My work, like my decision making, me going on dates and not whatever. I am so mentally fucked over right now. It's destroying other parts of my life. Who would have thought? So yeah, I gaslighting know. is a real fucking thing that I didn't want to accept until you brought it up. And I was like, no, Adam, I'm not a victim of gaslighting. That is just something that that would never happen to me. I'm a strong, independent woman who can stick up for myself. And you're like, well, actually you are, but <laughs> not in these situations. <laughs> and I was like, oh, fair. So all good points. Let's get into, let, let's move on to... <laughs> you want to move on or, from this right now? Let's, move on yes, from this let's just let's okay. let's pivot let's, a little let's bit talk to about, warning signs or something else. Yes, something else. And, and some of them are going to be very explicit, and and I don't think in your situation they were, but but some of them are very explicit. Um, like they're going to deny they ever said something, and you're going to show them proof, and they still deny it. Like, nah, that like happen. Yeah. I never said that. And you're like, well, here's a screenshot of where you texted me. Oh, well, I didn't mean that. Or oh, I was just kidding. Ugh. Or, uh, you know, oh, I don't remember saying that. Like, that's what they'll say. You took that out of context. And, yeah, you take that out of context. Fuck. Or, yeah. Oh, my God. Fuck. Oh, yeah. Hey, that sounds oh, familiar. Oh, my God. Wow. Um, <laughs> and, of course, if they tell, like, blatant lies, that's a big, you know, that's a huge, that is an actual red flag. And if they if they deny saying something, even when you've confronted them with literal proof, that's a big red flag, but most of the flags are going to be yellow flags. They're going to be yellow things. They're going to, they say things as offhand comments. They say things as, you know, um, they just, they, they, they take whatever may, might be important to you, something that means a lot to you. And they just kind of say, oh, well, you know, I know that this is important to you. So you don't want that to like, they use that almost as like an ammo, like, oh, well, you know, I'm trying to think of a, of a good example. Um, well, friends, I, you know, oh, or your family. Huh? Well, 
you can, yeah, I mean, your friends you or your like, family. Oh, well, yeah. I mean, I just can't imagine your parents would be very happy if they heard about that or what they think about this. You know, like it's just little things. And, and I can't even think of a great example, but, but because it is subtle, subtle but as those are the comments that will eat you when you go home, get away from that person. And you're like, well, fuck, maybe I shouldn't do that because he's right that my parents wouldn't approve of that. And then it's a right. it's a mind fuck of like. Oh, he has a good point. The da da da, and you go off of this super tangent that you never thought before because you were confident and stood on solid ground before, and then these little comments start chipping away at your self esteem and just who you are. And I wouldn't say values, but maybe even values. Yeah, maybe not all the I mean, time. When when I was when I was in college, my first year in college. I failed my uh, class because I never showed up. I just, just one of those things. I just, I, I thought, I thought, yeah. yeah. Cause for some reason in, in college, I don't know why college professors cared, but they did. And uh, I knew I failed and I was like, I was terrified of going home and facing my parents. So I knew we were going to pull me out of school as a you know, private college and it was expensive. So I went home and I started talking about like, you know, how, so how school and everything I was, I would say would be, Oh, you know, yeah, you know, like it's all right, but maybe you guys just pull me out of there. And they're like, why? I was like, ah, you know, I just, I don't know. Like, I feel like, you know, you guys need me here and uh, maybe I'm just, I'm not, maybe I'm not right for that area. You know, it's just, it's a challenge and I don't know if I'm up for the challenge and, you know, everything. And, and I would, they'd be like, you know, the, the, my parents, I'm, I'm home with them over the hall, you know, for the winter holiday. And they're, they're very, very concerned about this. And I was like, yeah, maybe you just pull me up, send me to, you know, like a shitty school, like, you know, whatever UF or whatever. And, um, oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> oh, I mean, I didn't mean it like that. I just realized. <laughs> okay, Damn. Well, okay. State school or whatever, you know, like just send me okay. to send me to where everybody else went. You know, what I, like not to this, you know, not to the the you know nice school that I go to, and um and and they're like, no, 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 no. It's very important. You know, you can get through this, and it might be hard for you be away from from home for the first time ever, but you know, we're here to support you. Blah blah blah. You know, don't worry, you're going to be okay. And then when my report card came, I took it from the mailbox where they got it, and I gave it to my best friend. I said, hey, listen, after I go back to school, put this in the mailbox. And so then they got my grades, and they see that I failed the class, and they couldn't go. You know, because they they couldn't back down. They'd already kind of convinced themselves that. That you know that I I needed the help I needed the support even if I failed something and it was completely manufactured it was something that I knew I failed and I set up all the sympathy so that they you know that they would feel bad and that's just I mean just a small example but that's I Damn. mean that's that's oh yeah total 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 gaslighting um, Damn. and uh, and manipulating yeah, someone's yeah, was, perceptions to get yeah. your way yeah exactly that's a simplified and, uh, definition I believe. Yes. Yes. So anyways, uh, just to, just to give an example that I'm, I'm very aware of what, what, you know, how, what this is. And, and, and even though sometimes people don't do it consciously, it is very easily if they have something in mind to do it consciously and, uh, to do it in, 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 in a way that they have a goal in mind. And even if they're not the actual actions are taking that are, that are gaslighting you aren't something they're like, Oh, I'm going to do this, this, and this their ultimate goal still is a conscious goal. Mm. So you have to listen to things like if their actions don't match their words, they're like, Oh yeah, I'll make sure I do that or I'll do this. And then they don't do it. Well, that, and that's, that's a red flag regardless of gaslighting. I think that's, that's just like if a someone, trust thing. Like that's just a regular yeah. human being thing. Not even just in dating, just maintain your word for, if you're someone says shit and they it. don't do it, then yeah. yeah, then, then obviously there's an issue. Right. Um, 
And then, and then the throwing in the random positive reinforcements where they, they will say things just positive. Sometimes they'll be like, oh, you know, that they, they will, they'll praise certain things while still making you worry about other things. That's a, that's a big, big circle of, uh, of gaslighting right there. Circle of hell. Um, <laughs> circle of hell. They project their own insecurities on you. Um, this is a huge thing, well, gaslighting. You know, when, when people who are, people who are cheating accuse their significant other of cheating. That's what this is. You know, that's like projecting something that you know is wrong with you onto somebody else. Fucking people, man. But the problem <laughs> is like you can notice all of these things and still be tied up in your fucking feelings of, oh, but I love this person or, oh, but like our connection's so so like so strong that like there's no way this is happening and you ignore or it doesn't hit you until it's too late. And you feel right. like then you feel like, oh, well, we can't break up because you know, we've been together, so, you know, there's, and then we've talked about, there's never a good time to break up or whatever, but then you feel like even more stuck because you're mm. seeing these signs, but there's really nothing you can do where there is always something you can do at the there end is. of the day. Yes. You can always get out yes. of those bad situations, whether you have to make that decision or the other person does, there's always a reason why it ended and mm -hmm. that's all I got there's to say about that. God damn. Yeah. <laughs> God damn. So. Um, and, and two big things too that I, that I, with it is, is what in, in a full on gaslighting, what they usually do too is first of all, they try to get other people against you. Mm -hmm. They try to tell, you know, oh, they tell everybody agree with me that, blah, that you're blah, crazy. Blah, blah, blah. Oh, my, yeah. my friend. Yeah. Oh, sounds so familiar too. Oh, oh, I told my friend, my friends. Yeah. My friend thinks this is crazy. My friends, my friends couldn't believe you said that my friends, blah, blah, blah. So they, even if it's not real, they, they kind of get everybody against you. Um, they tell other people that you're crazy. They're, they, they're, they're like, oh, blah, blah, blah. And they say everyone else is a liar. Like it's always, oh, that person's a liar. That person's a liar. That per and, and they they will – every other person in the world somehow is a liar uh, except them. And that that's a big – once again, that's kind of projecting. The biggest, uh, they're projecting on everyone else. The biggest red flag though, and it's not even like a yellow flag, is if any guy that you're meeting on early on dating or even just down the road you've been dating for a couple months and he starts saying, oh, that girl's crazy, that is a sign. Like that is just, yes. oh God, it makes my skin crawl. When I hear a guy say, oh, you know, she, my ex is crazy because of whatever. I'm like, wait, 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 what did you do to her? Because mm -hmm. at the end of the day, she's not the one like who's crazy. It's probably something you did or you were gaslighting her or whatever to make her feel a type of way that now you perceive that she's crazy. And I think all of that is right. bullshit. And I don't trust people who call other women crazy because of their actions and, I mean, obviously, there are some scenarios yes. with people, and there, yeah. you know, <laughs> there are exceptions. There are but yes, exceptions. everyone's everyone's had someone like everyone's had a crazy ex. That's true. But if somehow it magically happens that every person you date happens to be the crazy one, or if you're dating someone, if you're, if you're talking to somebody, and, and every person that every story they say, oh yeah, well she was crazy, she was crazy. Mm. You're the crazy that's, one. That's that's yep. Then that, that person's probably the crazy one because they're they're the ones driving everyone crazy. And uh, they probably, like you said, they're probably doing it through gaslighting. Um, the best way to kind of get out of it, if you're in the situation, is maybe to like listen to your gut and, and like, if, like once again, if things don't feel right, if they feel off, if they like, if you keep second guessing yourself, maybe start talking to some of your trusted friends or, or family members or a, or a therapist, like somebody. It might be a good idea for you to talk to somebody independent of this person to find out what they're saying, and then I guarantee you that when you go back and say, "Oh yeah, well, so and so said this." That that person's gonna say, "Oh, well, he's crazy or she's oh, crazy." Oh God! And then that's, that's what they're gonna sign. say. That's your that's your exit plan of, "Oh, well, we're we're fucking done here. <laughs> we're yep. we're done." 
the the best like advice I can ever ever give for anybody is if you're ever in a situation where you're not sure, then step out of it for a second and type it up. Like type up whatever's happening to you, as if the, I'm trying to think of the best way to describe this. Like a as third if person you're, thing? you're like you're writing. It yes, in as if person. someone's as if someone's emailing you about, hey, I'm in this situation. What do you think? Like if you can step out of it of your own situation and see if someone came to you with this life situation, what advice would you give them? And when you, if you can do that, and a lot of times writing it out is helpful because if you write out and you can put it in black and white, it actually makes it more concrete. Um, it, it shows it shows it a little better. But if you can do that, where you can actually see and you can step out of it a little bit and say, "Wow, if somebody came to me with this right now," I would tell them to get the fuck out right mm-hmm. now. Well, that's probably what you should do, and maybe you should take the advice that you would give to this imaginary person as well. It's always so funny to me. Like people that are having relationship problems will come to me and I'll be like, oh, you know, I would do this or whatever. And they're like, how do you know? And I'm like, well, there's like this meme where it's like coaches don't play. (laughs) How are you so good? Coaches don't play. (laughs) So I'm like, yeah, like I'm not I'm not I'm not in it every day. So I don't have this clouded perception, not that saying you're always in this clouded mindset, but I'm a third party stepping back, analyzing everything that's happening, unbiased somewhat, depending. But you you get yep. a more clear picture of what's actually going on. Yeah, and it, well, it's the forest for the trees. Yeah. Like if you you like when you're on the outside, you see the forest, and so you're able to pick out things. But if you're too close, then you're just going to see the one tree, and that makes it a lot harder. So there's a lot of information about gaslighting out there, and if you are listening and you think you might be in a relationship where you're being gaslit, then um, definitely you know reach out or talk about it. You know, try to try to, to talk about it with somebody that uh, that can help. Talk to so, a friend. Question um, though: Would you ever post about it? And post about it. Would group? you ever yeah. bring it up to your significant other of like, "Hey, I feel like I'm being gaslit," because what their their response no. is going to be back? It's the same thing if if you were in an abusive relationship. Oh well, I'm not doing any of those things, and they're just going to conf- further perpetuate the gaslighting situation. Correct. Right, because what it's it is it's like abuse. Yeah. Oh well, you know. I wouldn't hurt you if you didn't make me. Like, why did you have to go and make make me do this? Is what it is. Mm-hmm. And gaslighting is going to be the same. If you said that, they'd be like, uh, "You're crazy." Of course, I'm not. I always tell you the truth. I love you. Why would I ever say that? You know, like that's how they do it. They do very positive responses because they're they're there's no other response for them. They can't be like, "Yeah, you're right." I mean, what, yeah, what are I they going to say? Suck. <laughs> yeah. No one's going to say what that. What they'll probably do is get mad. They'll escalate it. And they'll be like. Well, we have something great. Why would you have to go and ruin it by, you know, by bringing this up? Why do you have to be so sensitive? Why do you have to, you know, why do you have to talk about this right now? Can't we wait until, you know, when everything's going so well? Why would you have to talk about this right now? That hits me in the um, feels right now. Holy fuck. Yeah, I knew it would. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I wish you did. I so, wish like you didn't have these opinions, but you do. And they're all valid points. So <laughs> I hope everyone else agrees too, because yeah, learning moments for everybody right. here. Yeah, I well, I mean, you know, if it helps at least one person, it's helping uh, me, and if that person is you, <laughs> even me. better, because because you know you're, you're the important person here, you know. Um, but oh, yes, uh, it's 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 a, it's a tough thing. It's it's a very difficult topic, and and you know, because it's a, it's a hard to identify sometimes. So I'm, I'm you know I'm glad that we 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 can definitely talk about it, and I think that if you are. You know, if you're in our, if you're in the group and you want to ask if you know your situation, you can always uh, talk about it in the group as well. Um, and if you're not in the group, obviously you can join the group. Uh, Facebook.com slash group slash DKS podcast. <laughs> yes, Facebook.com slash groups slash DKS podcast. Um, but yeah, I think uh, I think we might have 
reached the uh, end the of the topic. The light is slowly dwindling down. <laughs> the <end of> this <laughs> episode, <laughs> just like that. Yeah, this went long, longer than I realized. I mean, actually, you, we went on a realized. couple tangents, and I think they were good, a good, we good points to be made. And I agree. I think we'll make good points moving forward with whatever else we talk That's about. Right. God knows. <laughs> <sighs> Well, once again, uh, you know, if you are listening on iTunes or Stitcher, one of those, please rate and review us. We'd love, love that. Uh, please recommend us to your friends. You know, send out the link. Have everyone listen to us. Uh, join us on Facebook. Join us on Instagram, Dating Cossack Podcast. Uh, you can follow us, of course, on our private social media. You can catch episodes on datingkindofsucks.com. Submit your profile for review at datingkindofsucks.com slash your profile. And uh, and then we'll be back here every week with a brand new episode. And Sarah, I want to hear you say it one more time. I did not fuck it up. Is that what I was supposed to say? Good. I didn't fuck anything up. That is. I didn't fuck Good. anything up, Sergeant Slaughter. That's a great way to end the episode. So Amen. Yes. And we'll uh, be back next week. Whether you're... Married or single or poly or ace Or hanging out with swingers back at your place Listen to us as we get no fuck On Tinder and Bumble and plenty of yucks Trying and trying and having no luck Because we all know Dating kinda sucks Are two of a kind. He says stupid shit and she doesn't mind. They're not doing this show to make any bucks. Life is a chicken whose feathers they pluck. Why does it work? Well, here is the crux. They both know. Dating kind of sucks. Dating kind of sucks.